Welcome, campers. This is Bryce and Aaron, your camp hosts. And you're listening to Breaking Camp Podcast, conversations about the outdoors and everyday life. Hey, welcome, campers, to Breaking Camp. We're glad you're here. Oh welcome back, Bryce. You're sounding good. Thank you. I uh, I feel way better. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm back to being myself again. So yeah. You just take a week and just shut off the world. <laughs> I just wish. lay in your I, under your blankies. I did take a couple sick days, which was oh. I, I don't do that very often. Well, I would argue that you earn them, and they are part of your compensation package. So oh, thank you. use them if you got them. That's right. That's right. Well, it's see, and it worked. Because now you're you're back. Now I'm well. Yeah. So um, did not have COVID, which is great. Good. Um, just had a cold. But it I, th- I think it had been like two years since mm. I'd had a cold. So it, you kind of forget what it feels like. It's weird. I, f- I felt like I was coming down yesterday with a little something. I was just exhausted, mm-hmm. zero motivation. And then uh, had some coffee, turned it right around. <laughs> You're like, yeah, just need caffeine. Like, oh, all of my energy is artificial. <laughs> well, at least you know. I do know. So that's been good, though. Um, do we have, well, we do have a little bit of listener feedback. Oh, you do? Um, you got some. Yeah. I don't know if I've heard this yet. I don't know if I should save it for surprise, surprise. Camp cooler or kitchen, but uh, as it turns out, <clears throat> some of our ASMR. You know, sound effects. Anti-ASMR fans. Yeah. I guess we've turned a few stomachs. Is, is oh, okay. Well, stay tuned for episode uh, 13. <laughs> Coming up next week, it's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> so. But tonight, we have nothing but liquid sounds. Mm-hmm. So it should be okay. We'll, we'll try and be better. Because, again, uh, I just thought it was hilarious, my buddy calls me up and he's a good good friend of mine eric he's a good friend friend of the program and um he's like hey uh i had to fast forward through the salmon row <laughs> thing and he oh, goes i was getting so sick good. to my stomach that was so good and i just we were both cracking up about it but he's like i love you man but that was that was bad too much it was really good though <laughs> it was delicious mm. apparently not so good to hear so anyway, sorry. We'll we'll be better. We'll be better. Well, it's, I'm <laughs> sensing that our uh, our our tone here this evening is a little subdued. It is late. It's a late one. It's a late one. Yeah. I don't know what time it is, but I can't. I, I don't. Mean, even... I think it's after eleven here. Uh, yeah. And I'm not talking about the morning. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. So it's going to be good. So today we're going to talk about some stuff. We're going to try. We're doing a beer taste test a mm-hmm. little later in yep. the Camp Cooler. Yep. Coming up. Yep. So that's going to be good. I know we teased it last time, but we're going to talk about some of the things that we make instead of buy, mm-hmm. which I've been thinking a lot about this because it's, there's art and there's, there's artisanship yeah, and there's craft. Yeah. I have to think about my grandpa who used to like do woodworking. Right. It's like, that's good stuff. And we are just too full of all these other things to do and we just buy whatever we need and it comes sure. the two hours or the next day. But like, I think there's some value in slowing it down and making some stuff mm-hmm. makes a whole lot of sense. So I have a handful of examples. You have a handful of yep. examples and yep. maybe dear listener will have an example or two as well. Yeah. So that'll be coming. Um, any updates with you? How's the wedding stuff going? Oh, 
it's going really well. Planning a lot of wedding stuff. Planning two <laughs> big weekend parties. One over New Year's, one over Fourth of July weekend. I love that you spread it out. Like, that's going to be cool. Well, we went to a wedding this past weekend. Yes. Right? And it's cool because they don't listen. And it was great. <laughs> but it was a one-day wedding. Sure. And it just seemed like a whole lot of hurry up and get there. Okay. Flurry of activity on their way, pack it up and clean it out. And like, it's over. So we're going to do three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Huh. And so the the midday will be full of leisurely activities such as <laughs> fun with family. Social napping. Social napping. I tried. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can't get out of it. I, I, I pitched them maybe like you and I could record a podcast in the morning while they all go oh, hey. on a hike. Yeah. She said, no, I got, I got that one. What? what? Yeah. No, I know. So, we need to have a talk. Well, we can do that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going really well. So we're planning. We're planning the New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. small little family deal. We're planning the big uh, summer camp celebration. I think we have up to like 125 people on our invite list. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, okay, then what's it look like? And dialing it down into like the decisions. We're making decisions. Yeah. We're figuring stuff out. And it's going well. That's awesome. That's good. I gotta. When you guys got married, how much time did you guys spend putting together your wedding website? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was. <laughs> You're like ones and zeros, pre, HTML code, free website. <laughs> I remember. Um, I let's see. Where did we register? I think we registered at like Myron Frank. Mervins. I think it was Myron Frank and Target. Oh okay. I think. Yeah. And you and I remember. Uh, Having more fun, I believe, at Myron Frank. Oh no, you, at Target. Because, did you go in with the gun? Yeah, the gun. Yeah, and you can just like aim it at something, and you're like, "Oh, I would love. I want this. I want this. I want four of these." Yeah, and and that was, you know, that was way before websites of like Aaron and Cora's bridal, you know, registry. Yeah, welcome to the knot dot com or whatever that is. The knot knot. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any of the registry stuff going on, but we've got a, the guest list yeah. and the RSVP thing, and so got our uh, finalized our announcements and our invitations and all right. that. Got to get those printed and super cool. Get them out. I mean, what's the rush though, really? <laughs> yeah, we got forty-two days. Right. I mean, yeah, plenty of time. Plenty of time. So it's good. And then this whole past week, we were out of town. Mm-hmm. That was great. Went to a wedding over in Central Oregon. Then we spent. Have you? We went to. It's a super cool place. Yeah. But it's kind of hipstery. What is it? Subtle Lake Lodge. I've never been there. Um, okay. Yeah. I saw some of the photos you showed. Well, probably about 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. Completely different vibe. Sure. Now it is definitely like trendy hipster kind mm-hmm. of head on over there. Like hmm. everybody's in skinny jeans <laughs> and big old mustaches and a beanie. Oh, oh yeah. And, uh. But it was cool. We stayed in a little one of their rustic cabins, yeah. which is nice. Just some mm-hmm. bedding and some heat and some lights. So Love that was that. good. But the price was right. Yeah. Can bring the dog. Super cool. It was good. No phones. So that was really nice. Yeah. Just to have, you know, a few days of no phones. But over at the lodge, the main lodge, which is right on the lake, you yeah. can take, uh, they have Wi-Fi. Oh. So it was right. super cold and windy, but we went over there, we took blankets and we cuddled up on the not cut bundled up i guess would be the more appropriate word bundled up and had uh-huh. blankets and yeah. sat there looked at the lake and then watched church and so that oh, was cool. really cool that's to pretty do awesome that. mm-hmm. yeah because there's wi-fi 
Right on. And so hmm. then we moved over to uh, to Bend. Cora's over there for a class and spent another handful of days at this super sweet A-frame little cabin deal. It was so awesome. So, okay, so the cabin I saw was different than Subtle Lake. Did you yeah. see the A-frame or the little square? I saw the A-frame. The, saw A-frame. the A-frame was the Airbnb and Bend. Okay, so what you're thinking, talking about is similar to what you'd get maybe in a KOA campground where it's like a cabin, but it's like a bed, a bunk bed, a shelf. Mm-hmm. A wall, a, <laughs> a table, Yeah, and that's it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Those are cool. That's, uh, when I went to Montana, that's what I rented mm. was something like mm-hmm. that. Super small, probably, what, 200 square feet, if that. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's exactly what you need. They it's have just like some a, shelter. Yep. Some stuff to stash your, place to stash your gear. Yep. And then. Those are cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I would love to have a bunch of those. Those are sweet. Have it some. would be nice. We were looking at somewhere up in, I think it was. It wasn't Trout Lake, but it was somewhere up that general area, like outside of Carson, east of Carson. Yeah, yeah. And they had like one of these like summer camp sort of places that you could buy and mm-hmm. had all these cabins oh, and like the, the lodge, the cookhouse and stuff. And oh, maybe that's Breaking Camp headquarters. Oh, hey, yeah. We need some fun. write-offs. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, well, dude, so in Bend, I saw one of the neatest things in, that I've seen in a long time. Okay. You want to check it out in the cooler? Let's do it. All right, dude. So this is one of, I think we did this last year, but I don't think we've done it this year yet. Tis the holiday season. Yeah. So we have a couple of uh, Jubal Ales. Yay. Uh, a festive winter ale uh-huh. from Deschutes Brewery. Always a good thing to have. It's always a little bit different. Yeah. Every it's year. Kind of thick and chewy. Yeah. yeah. Great. Reminds me of winter. So you were saying there's something different about it, though. Yeah. So we were over in Bend this past week, and I discovered for the first time I've ever seen, and I don't know if they've made it in Bend the last number of years and just haven't exported it outside of the area, but mm-hmm. it's in cans nowadays. Okay, so I've never seen that. Never seen it in Kansas. Which is Did awesome. Oh, that is cool. Is Isn't it the cool? same same picture? No, it's a new picture each year. They pick like no, a local like, artist on right, but like each the of can those. And the bottle. Yeah. Is it similar? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of similar. It's a super cool can this year. Let me get it. So, you know, I told you that when Isaac and I went to the, the Deschutes River campground um, to fish. Oh, yeah. We met. Um, last we, year's artist. We met last. No, not. I don't think it was last Two year's. Years I think it was a couple years ago. Okay. Uh, his name is Mark Rada, and he's. How a, do you remember that? I just. Re- I know him now because he's my buddy. When I go over to fish, hmm. and um, he's fish a cool, buddy. He's got a cool style. Anyway, he's a bend artist, and um, and he did one of those labels, and so. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of this can? This bottle. I like this mark. I think it's cool. I always love it. I, I, you know, what I like about them is that they're so different than the year mm-hmm. before, right? Uh, and so, yeah, it's kind of fun. It's got a big, huge moon in the background. You know, you got like some trees, obviously, with snow on them. Looks like I don't know if those are if that's a mountain behind it or if it's snow drifts mm. or both. I don't know. For a period of time, I had a number of the. Art prints. I had all sorts of frame yeah. stuff. I had like the 20th anniversary one, which had all 20 from the last 20 years. So this is cool. So we're going to see now okay. if we can taste a difference between the can and the bottle. Because I I tried the can, 
and I thought it was slightly different for a certain reason. So I'm going to see so if your beer palate okay. senses the same thing I did or if it was purely psychological. Okay. Which most things are in my life these days. <laughs> you know? All right, so I'm going to taste this first one. Okay. Which uh, one are you going to go with this one? Uh, this is the one in the cup here. The... Mm. Isn't that good? Mm. Oh, my gosh. Dude, if you guys don't have Jubilee or if you've never had Jubilee and you're into, like, winter warmers. Winter warmer, thick, chewy one. Oh. So good, but it's not a stout. It's not a porter. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Scottish ale. I think you're because right. because uh, right. I got a friend who likes going to this brewery, Montana mm. Brewing Company, or something like that, and mm-hmm. she brings back cases of this Scottish ale, and I tried it, and I was like, that tastes like a jubel. So it may be oh. a Scottish ale, which I didn't know I loved until she gave me one of those. They call it a festive winter ale, and it does have a bit of a Scottish. Uh, Scottish See, ale I don't think it would sell nearly as well mm. if they called it Jubilee, a Scottish ale. You know, oh, a yeah, festive yeah, yeah. winter festive ale. Winter ale. <laughs> yeah. That's why they do that. Okay, yeah. so I got the first one. Okay. Okay, you got that. So let me tell you about this news story I saw today that I thought was hilarious. Do I taste the second one now? Sure. Hold on. One thing is. <laughs> okay, I'm going to see if I can figure this out. It's interesting. It's a little different than the first time I tried it out of the can. I appreciate it. Can I see the bottle? Yeah. Are you ready for me to tell you about this story? Not, no, not yet. I'm, I'm still, I'm still nerding out on beer. So I, <clears throat> I, I feel like they, they're. I want to say that there's a difference to them, but again, I'm trying not to be like that guy. That's like, oh, oh yeah, beer's not. totally different. Yeah. Uh, so you're looking to see. So the first time I had one out of the can, I tried it out of the can, and I thought, this is not nearly as thick okay. as the bottled one. But then at this time now, I think maybe just the way that it comes out and unfolds in a, in a glass, mm. it do taste similar. I like the portability so the taste, of the can. I like the can. I the love can is beer. almost creamier. Well, I don't know which is which, right? So I'm kind of trying to figure out which is which. <laughs> I forgot about that part. I was blindfolded. Oh, yeah, we didn't say that. So I had pulled my beanie over my head. Yeah, check out our Instagram Live <laughs> for a, a video of Bryce's waiting for his mm-hmm. beer taste test. Mm-hmm. I think I know which one I like better now, but I don't I like it. I feel like, so I have a, I have a, I have a aluminum like solo cup made by Ball. Okay. And then I have a uh, Folklore Taylor yeah. Swift uh, mug. And I think one of my the favorite I think Christmas the, presents of I all time. I think the can is folklore. Is yeah. Taylor Swift? Yep. Is that right? right. Mm-hmm. Oh, it tastes a little creamier to me. I know why. I was reading the can. Okay. This is can conditioned. Oh, meaning it goes in there earlier, and it and it carbonates in the can. Oh, and so you're going to get a different uh, mouthfeel, a different carbonation to it. Hmm. I like it better out of a cup or glass than straight out of the can. Oh, I didn't do that. Let me taste a little bit left. Oh, yeah, it's way different when you do that. Is it? Yeah. I, well, because it's, well, and it's at the very yeah, dribble at yeah. the end. It's like there's no bubbles to it. 
but you're like smelling and sort of tasting the can when you when you drink out of the can. You put it in a glass or a cup or whatever. It just unfolds a little mm-hmm. bit more. It's creamy. It opens up. Yeah. Um, interesting. I think. I don't know. They're both very, very similar. But I know what you're saying. We told the we told them we'd be better. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm done for now. Okay. Oh, sorry, Eric and Amy. Those yeah. are two of our loudest uh, feedbackers. <laughs> it's all, all good. Cora, please don't murder me in my sleep. Oh, Cora too. Okay, sorry. Gosh, man, this is terrible. So those are some beers. <clears throat> yeah. Let me tell you about this story. Unless you all have right. more comments, tell me. Yeah. Okay. I read this article. And I thought, well, this is an interesting story. Okay. River in Hawaii, and it's all over the internet. You read it anywhere. This is from the Independent, I think it's UK. River in Hawaii that smells like beer discovered to be alcoholic. What? River in Hawaii that smelled like beer. Apparently a guy went hiking. Yeah. And he went next to this stream. Okay. And then he was like, this smells like beer. Yeah. So he had a friend who worked for like some ecological sort of group. Mm-hmm. He told her about it. She went out there. She's like, yeah, it does smell like beer. Had, had called in the whatever, the stream police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> EPA? The, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and uh, it turns out it had a 1.2% alcohol volume. What? Well, they traced it back. And apparently there was a brewery across yeah. the street. Oh. Uh, it flows into a creek in Wapio, Hawaii, on the island of Wapio. Oahu. What? Wapio. I've never been. <laughs> never been to Hawaii. Oh, my gosh. You guys yeah. forgive him. I've never <laughs> seen Star Wars. I haven't read Harry Potter. No, I'm Geesh. sorry. Geesh. Geesh. Uh, so an independent lab then found that almost 1.2% of the water was alcoholic. No. No. Don't <laughs> say that again. 1.2% of the water was alcoholic. But the rest of the water wasn't alcoholic. <laughs> no, the water was 1.2% alcohol. This says an independent, quote, <laughs> quote, an independent laboratory found that almost 1.2% of the water was alcoholic. And as reported by the News Now Hawaii, almost 0.4% of the water was sugar. Dude, that's crazy. And so there's a, uh, there was a brewery. So they're just dumping beer into the river. Yeah. Which is not cool. So did they get in trouble for that? Does it say that they got It remains fired? unknown if action will be taken for the alcohol contents found in the stream, which many on social media pointed out was a quarter of the percentage of a Coors or a Budweiser. But some of what I read said that that's a very common thing in Hawaii for just people to not really respect the natural environment and just kind of toss their stuff, whether it's paint huh. or beer or whatever it might be. It's just kind of dumping in the stream. That's not good. Not cool, Hawaii. Not cool. Get not your stuff cool. together. So, hmm. I mean, you could either have a Jubal Ale, nice Jubal yeah. from a can, or if you're in Hawaii, if you're a listener in Hawaii, you could just go down to the local stream. Yeah. Have a sip. <laughs> have a sip or two. Get some Giardia and beer. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Party. Party at the stream. Yeah. 
Okay, so I'm, I'm I keep sipping these two. Okay, and I gotta say, I like the can one better. Well, I mean, I I've heard that it's because it's can conditioned. <laughs> uh, I feel like it has a little, of, little more of a punchy flavor, more of a depth of flavor. Okay, yeah, like it's just like the flavor's way more in your face. It's like way more there. The the um, the bottled one. Yeah, it's a little. I think. Did you say that was the one that was a little softer or a little like waterier or thinner? Initially, I thought the can was one was a little bit waterier. I think the bubbles are less for whatever reason in the bottle, hmm. and and the the can condition one, the because you do you know how that works? You know how that works, right? What so beer? Beer that's that's bottle conditioned or can conditioned. They put it in there. <clears throat> And then it gets a carbonation in there. They seal it, and then it, yeah, it keeps fermenting yeah. a little bit. And yeah. They they give it a little infusion. Of so sugar. we could keep these cans and try them over the next few years, and they continue. No. they're going to continue to ferment. No, because they'll carbonate. It'll it'll consume all the consumable sugar and, and stop. Hmm. So it can't keep going. You should do some brewing. I did. I used to. Oh. Huh. I know what I'm talking about. I know I know I think I've seen your <laughs> brew that you've made in your fridge. Yeah, I have some left over. So, anyway. Huh. But yeah, uh, so that's just kind of cool. I think it's interesting how the can and bottles are different. And I didn't I didn't quite believe you that it was going to taste so different, but it does. It does. It totally does. So, anyway, you guys, go try this. I don't, again, I'm going to look for... You may be able to find it at the grocer here. Yeah. You know, or you may just be able to find it in Ben. The other part, too, dude, have I ever told you how I feel about the rebate? Have we ever talked about the rebate? You remember the good old days of the rebate? Like, get a cut out the proof of purchase, get an extra copy of your receipt, (laughs) mail it in, wait eight to 12 weeks, get a check for $3. Right. (laughs) Now it's all text message. So in theory, I will be getting $5 back from buying this 12-pack of beer. What do you mean in theory? Oh, because of... Well, I got to do some stuff, but it's all on my phone now. Wait, there's a rebate with it? It's a rebate, $5 off. What? But you're not going to do that stuff because that requires you giving your email address. I got to give... Yeah, you you got to give your Venmo or your PayPal. No, you do not. Yeah. I'll show you. Let's check this out. I'll show you. Hold on. Like I said, it's on your phone. Like, I much prefer an analog rebate. Print it out, get some extra copies, staple it together, write it in triplicate, mail it in, mark it on your calendar, wait for your $3 check. Dude, I've, yeah. I don't think I've done a rebate for 30 years. I strongly feel that there's two opinions on the rebate. Yeah. You love it or you hate it. It's... Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it's. Yeah. I can't even say it's just like a coupon. It's not. <laughs> it's a great deal if you do the work, right? And but it's also just like one more thing to do. So in that regards, it's kind of scammy, in that most of the people aren't filling out the rebate form. Obviously, the rebate in the old days was their attempt to get your address so that they could send you junk mail, right? You could they could sell your. Sure. Address yeah. to different companies and they send you different publishers clearing house and all yeah. these things, right? And now they'll do the same thing with your email. 
email, your phone number. Phone number, yeah. It. You get junk. I cannot believe you're selling out for a few bucks. I valid point. Cannot believe But I that. feel like I'm already forced to sell out in every regard because now you ever go to... The, okay, here's some questions. Uh, Do you yeah. ever go to the grocery store? Uh, yeah, sure. It used to be like this thing just says it's on sale. Yeah. Now you got to pull up the app, log in with your reward thing, yeah. scan the barcode. Yeah. It doesn't work half the time. I don't have to scan a barcode. You don't? No. Like if, if you want the extra savings. No, you're just um you have the store card, say Fred Meyer or something. Yeah. And it says for that well, but I never even but registered my card with their thing. I just have the card. But there's bonuses even beyond the card. Don't care. Well. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's a hassle. <laughs> it never works. It never works. I hate it. I get frustrated every time my phone doesn't work in the store because you're in this yeah. big metal building. Yeah, you building. get to the back of the store and your phone won't work. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. I think, oh, I want to save 49 cents, so I'm going to try and scan this thing. <laughs> yeah. I did go to the store. I went and bought Coruscant stuff the other day. It's a pretty good deal. I mean, it was a product was like 8 bucks. I got it for four I'll do you one better. So okay. the other day, I was at, it was Fred Meyer. Yeah. And I was getting whatever I was getting. I can't remember. There was a, a deal. If you got multiple things, it was you know five for a dollar, or or do, it was yeah. a, or however it was, it was it worked out to be a dollar an item. But if it was if you got it with just one thing, it'd be like a dollar twenty, right, or whatever. Okay, okay. So you're like, all right, cool. I'm gonna buy twenty five, and so I was getting for a dollar. Well, but I was buying for a group, so I was buying a bunch of these things, about sixteen of these things, and I was okay. like, whatever, I'll just get the deal. Well, they asked for my card, my cl- whatever, and I didn't have it on me. I, I mm. rarely do. Do you have the phone number? And I'm like, don't have it. And they're like, oh, it's okay. Just enter your phone number. I'm like, it's not connected to my phone number. What? And they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I yeah, sorry. I don't. I just don't have it. I guess just go ahead and ring them up, you know. And they go, actually, you know what? Hold on. We have a store card now. Oh, that's nice. And I'm like, well, what's the point? So I have to. I have to go through this. Back and forth a little bit to yeah. get to the where they she opens the drawer, gets the store card out of the drawer, and uses that to give me the mm. discount. I'm like, so I don't need this. You, I'd like that, right? Yeah, it's, it's cool. So, but again, it, it just seems pointless. But I didn't give him my email address. I didn't give him my phone number. Not because I was like, no, well, you can't have it. I'm just, it's an extra step. I don't want to take it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't out of principle. No, it, it was, was just, out of laziness. It was out of laziness, <laughs> and and at the same time, it's like. But at the same time, I'm not going to get spammed by them. Yeah. So it's like, cool. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, going to the store used to be you just go and get what you want to get. And sometimes right. you get some savings. Yeah. But now it is like a game <laughs> to go shopping because mm-hmm. every size is different. Prices are sometimes sixty, or they're three for five. And you're like, which is which? You got to really look at the per ounce cost on right. stuff. It's a lot of work. <laughs> At a certain point, you just order it up on Instacart, and they just bring it to your house, and you say, whatever, save me, <laughs> How two, much? Save me two hours. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude, that's hilarious. I cannot believe that you were like, I'm going to do a rebate on, my fo- rebate on my phone. That just blows my mind. Yeah. I like, I, a, I, like a, I like a little kickback. I guess more than your privacy. I, don't, I just can't buy that. Uh, well... I mean, I usually anytime I start getting anything, mm-hmm. I unsubscribe or I don't. I like yeah, I'm not yeah, getting yeah. text the messages first or thing emails. You get. Yeah. yeah, I'll get. The, give me the money, 
Yeah. No thanks. I don't want to hear from you. Right. Give me the fifteen percent off my first purchase. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Whew, that just seems like a lot of doing. I don't know. Well, it all adds up. <laughs> all right, let's get on to making some stuff. What are we talking about? All right. We'll be right we'll be right back. So we talked about sort of my disdain for shopping and buying new stuff a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I was talking to you a while back about, you know, some of the things that I really enjoy the most are when I make something mm-hmm. that fulfills a purpose or a problem Yeah. instead of just buying the thing. Okay. Right? So I have some examples of things. Man, maybe you'll have some examples of things for you. And this would be something that, this isn't even garage sale purchases. Like these are no, because you're making something. Okay, all right. So it might be you know you go to the store, uh, mm-hmm. you're getting ready for steelhead season. You buy some yarnies, right? Or you sit around by the fire one night and you make all your yarnies for the season. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. sort of thing with the flies for you. Right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Flies for sure. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about this, and I think that. Some of these things I used to just buy because I thought I needed them. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wait, I can make that. All right. Okay. So here's here's my list of things. All right. I sew stuff sacks these days. So you make your own stuff sacks. Mm-hmm. Huh. I have questions. Okay. Are they round on the bottom like a regular stuff sack? Uh, they're square. Okay, fair enough. So I cut the square, <clears throat> sew it around, flip it inside out, yeah, and then make the drawstring sew, and then put in like some p-cord. That's cool. Yeah, because huh. those things they're not expensive, Mm-mm. but they're not cheap. Right. You know, they're ten to fifteen, twenty bucks or something for different sizes. Where this came from was that I, you know, those like mattresses. You get a mattress at your house, and then all of a sudden, like it's wrapped up really tight. Yeah. And then it explodes on you. Well, I've never gotten one, but I've heard about it. They I want one so I can experience that. <laughs> they come in like this ripstop yeah. sort of semi-waterproof bag sure. material. Sure. Right? Yeah. And then some people were like, well, I have this stuff. What do I do with it? And I had started a sewing club for my search and rescue team just to make stuff like this where we sewed things. or started sewed a sewing on. club? Yeah. For search and rescue guys. Yeah. It was mo- it was mostly social, hmm. Hmm. but yeah. Well, I mean, it was mostly self serving. <laughs> All right, I got a sewing machine, my <clears throat> grandma's sewing machine. Yeah, Husqvarna. What? Yeah, no from the sixties. That's Husqvarna awesome. sewing machine. But I had no clue how to use it. Right. So I started asking around to some. Uh, I apologize, some ladies on the team. <laughs> oh, such a chauvinist! <laughs> I know. And then they were like, "Yeah, we can show you." <clears throat> Yeah. And so I would, it ended up being sewing club. And then some dude showed up, and it was cool. We just sewed stuff. That's amazing. So, like, some people sewed patches on their jean jacket. Some people sewed patches on book bags. And I, I was like, what's the simplest, easiest thing I can make? Yeah. <laughs> Pillowcase. <laughs> Which is essentially a stuff sack. Yes, you just exactly. stuff, instead of a pillow in it, you stuff some gear. Yeah. And then I made a little drawstring. 
Perfect. And so I can make them all different sizes. I made like a boot bag for my cross-country ski boots. So what's cool about that is now you can make them custom-sized mm. for certain things. Yeah. I love that. Which I started doing. I made them for my boots, oh. which is nice. Because then it's not... Here's what, here's what I'm really a fan of. In the rooftop box on the rig. Yeah. You know? Not having a bunch of stuff that's randomly everywhere. Yeah, That's right. going to get caught in the, the enclosures. Sure. Because if you have shoelaces and you have bag things, tags hanging off the side, right? Straps. Right. All of right. a sudden you close it and you can't open it because it's stuck in the latch. <laughs> you know? So anytime I can put something in a bag, whether it's a duffel, whether it's a dry yeah. sack, stuff sack, whatever. Yeah. So I started making that for my boots. Hmm. That was great. Cost me zero dollars. A leisurely, lovely evening of sewing. But I don't sew enough, so here's the problem. Yeah, you got to figure out how to wrap that thing around the <laughs> yeah. bobbin, and yeah. then I'm like, I think I got it. And about the, by the time like I figure that out, I'm like, I'm I'm bored of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you're now you're speaking my language. Yeah, yeah, I get I go through all that, and I'm like, <clears throat> okay, now what do I do? Right, well, I don't even make a stitch, dude. That's that's me when I'm tying flies. I I'll sit mm. down, I'm like I'm gonna tie some flies, and I get all motivated. And I'm like I'm gonna stuff my boxes full this year, and I'll tie one fly, <laughs> one, and then I'm like I wonder if I tried a different type of fly. <laughs> <laughs> Every single fly I tie is different, and I end up tying. I bet you in an evening session, if I tie six, that's a success. Oh, that's if good. I get above six, that's incredible focus. Wow! But there's plenty of times where it's like three or four, and I'm just okay. like sorting through things and looking around and like <laughs> realizing that I need different size hooks for what I need. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. I just have a kind of a ragtag, you know, uh, kind of kit, I guess, of materials, but. <laughs> that's so funny dude so yeah making so some that's sewing funny. stuff sex is pretty cool that's hilarious all right what's next on your list okay fire starters okay so i've seen a bunch of different homemade versions of these okay w what ones do you make so i make two kinds primarily for backpacking i make the jelly balls okay like yeah cotton balls cotton balls with petroleum the, jelly yeah Vaseline the, the pro something. tip here is you get one of those big fatty uh, McDonald's straws or like a blizzard straw mm -hmm. and then you stuff them in there cut them burn the ends and then you just have them real small cut it unfold it pull it out of the straw Do you, are you following no you tracking no so you cotton ball okay petroleum jelly okay you just make that into a ball right yep the problem with that is that sometimes when the weather's hot, that thing's going to start melting and leaking oh, out of your bag. Okay. So you stuff it into using like a toothpick or a Q-tip. So you can stuff, stuff a in, cotton ball into a straw, into a McDonald's straw? Yeah, the fat ones. Yeah, they are or like bigger. a Slurpee straw. Okay, you know? sure. And you stuff it in there, and then you cut it, and then you burn the edges. Okay, and cool. And they're like an inch and a half, and it's a fire starter right there. Huh. So I make those kind for backpacking. Okay. The other kind, my favorite that I've made, this is always what we made growing up, is the ones for home use where you have wood shavings right. and you melt candle wax. What do you put it in? Into egg cartons. Okay, I've seen those. Yes, yes, yes. So those I've are never great. made those. I keep forgetting those about Those are great. That. So here's the best way to go about it is after the candlelight service, yeah. <laughs> you get a separate container only Every for Christmas. the candles, yeah. and then you got a whole bag full of free candle wax. Oh yeah! And then you can just stuff whatever in there. Like it might be wood shavings, it might be dryer lint, 
and then you oh, stuff yeah. it in the... I you, may or may not have a bunch of these. The candles? Or yeah, the, the candles that are used. Yeah. Yeah. Because every Christmas, you're, we're not going to... We, you wouldn't give out a used candle. No. Everybody gets a new candle. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, people... Sometimes people will be like, well, what are you going to do with all these? I'm like, do you want some? Yes, yeah. <laughs> please, help yourself. You just That's why it's nice to have a separate container <clears throat> only for yeah. the candles. Yeah. Because then people can remelt them, melt yep. them down, make new candles, or make fire starters. Yeah, totally. So huh. I do like those ones. And I like it because the wax soaks into that cardboard in the egg carton. Mm-hmm. And those things are great, mm-hmm. you know. Those are good. Uh, I've done those with um, where you take a toilet paper tube, you know, mm-hmm. and at the end of a toilet paper. And then you'll stuff like dryer lint yep. in there. And those work really good yeah. for a fire starter, for the home ones. It's just taking that something that would otherwise go in the trash, yeah. repurposing it to something that is then useful and totally. functional. Yep. yep. I think last year I made a bunch of those egg carton ones and I gave them out for Christmas presents. Huh. I didn't, uh, I didn't get any of those. Yeah. Well, That's maybe, interesting. Maybe, maybe this year. <laughs> um, so I got one more. All right. So... Do do you bike much? And I'm talking about tights, not leather. Uh, No. Okay. I sold all my bikes when I moved from Happy Valley to Sandy. You don't really live on a bike-friendly street these days. No. Well, even when I lived in, like, the perfect neighborhood for for biking, I never rode my bikes. Never. And I was like, this is stupid. The only time I want to ride a bike is in San Diego, on the boardwalk. Oh, on yeah, yeah, just flat beach cruiser. That's it. Yeah. Other than that, everybody else can have them. <laughs> Here's what I wanted a bike ride: <clears throat> absolutely zero uphill. Yeah, none, <laughs> never, ever. If there's effort involved. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I did it when I was a kid. It was a, it was a, you know, like keys to freedom. Yeah. You know, that was your transportation. Did you have like a BMX bike with yeah. some pegs on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sick. It was the best. Yeah. But. I'm an adult and I have cars. <laughs> <laughs> even even more cars these days. Uh-huh. Um, so we got a lot of bikes. You know, I got I got a cruiser, I got a junker, BMXer, I got a gravel bike. Corey's got a bunch of mountain bikes. But uh-huh. one of the things here at the new place that I'm looking forward to doing is like you can spend a lot of money right. on like a wall mounted bike rack for right. your garage. Right. Like. A lot of money. <clears throat> okay. Or yes. you can get some hooks or you can build, like with some two-by-fours, Sure, build a little bike thing. Yeah. So it's like that makes a whole lot more sense. But there's something, I don't know what it is of like, I got to have this fancy thing and it's this right. name brand and it costs $700. And it's like, for a rack. Oh, for a rack. Yeah. For the bikes to just sit there. I mean, yep. they're not even that functional. It's not even like it's on your vehicle or something. Right. So. so this is just in the wall in the garage. Yeah, we did the same thing. Uh, I saw somebody's idea, and they were hanging in their garage from the rafters from the from the tire. And so they were just using those yellow hooks you'd get, mm-hmm. like yellow rubber-coated hooks from Home Depot or whatever. Yeah. And we screwed them into the ceiling, and I kind of you can kind of put them at an angle and, and in the corner or whatever, and... That's the bike corner. And mm-hmm. so we kind of did that. But again, mine was never really dialed in. It was just sort of like if you bump the bikes when you walk by, they'd sort of clang around uh, like chimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it was less than ideal. But anyway, mm. yeah. 
Yeah. So you, you're going to, is that what you're going to do? Well, or? I got to do something. We got too many bikes here. We got a lot of bikes. <clears throat> how many, is it, got, is it rude to ask how many bikes? I think presently there's three here and I don't have my three here, but one's a, one's a client of course. So okay. I'll end up with five. Five bikes for two people. But I got one that's just like this junker mountain bike. It's fine. Yeah. But I got it for free. Okay. And the thing that I'm going to do with that is, at least in my mind, the reason why I keep it <laughs> yeah. is so that if I'm going to run like a float from Mecca Flats to Trout Creek, yeah. Yeah. I could put the bike on and just go down and then zip up and get my car, come back down. Can you zip up? Is it all along the river? The, we, we've been talking about doing this for your birthday for years now. Yeah, and we never have. Mecca Flats to Trout Creek yes. on the Deschutes yes. is right along the river. Right, I know, but like, is there a trail the whole way? There's a trail the whole way. Okay. It's not that far. I mean, it's maybe four miles or something like that. I think there's probably a shuttle. That's true. <laughs> Isn't there? I don't know. There might be. 20 bucks? I don't, I don't know. I think the shuttle is one. Here's the thing. The shuttle is either something that you have dialed in mm-hmm. and it makes absolute sense mm-hmm. or it's a hassle and you don't go. So I've used shuttles, I want to say two or three times, and I was very skeptical going into it and it was wonderful. Oh, they're wonderful. Once you have them, was this you finding a shuttle? You just call the shop, the fly shop and say, hey, yeah. I need a shuttle or they'll say, call these people. So one of the things that I started doing that part of it was for the shuttle. I've never used it for the shuttle. It's only been for like groups of people around the vehicle. I got one of those realtor lock boxes. Yes. And so you can put that into your trailer hitch. There you go. And then put your key in there, give your shuttle driver the key code. Yep. They come in, grab your key. I just use it for camping and stuff. Like if I happen to not come back from a float trip. Yeah. My kayak, like if I don't show up, the key's in there. I love that idea. That's probably the best hide a key idea. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's like you just have to be crafty and look, and you can some some guy can take your car. Yeah. Or if you just have an extra set, they lock the keys in the car. Mm-hmm. You have yours on you or whatever. Yeah. You know. But anyway, we've done quite a few down at the down at the coast on the Nostucca, like near Beaver yeah. or something. Yeah. You go drop in, get down. Your car's there. You don't have to worry about it. It's so much easier than taking yeah. multiple vehicles. Huh. So interesting. So you got to get a bike rack though, all the way back to that. Time. I got to build build the bike rack. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna do something simple. A couple of boards. Some I like that idea for some tires, and then the bikes will just kind of yeah Stack walk right in into it. What do you put down here on the list of things? Okay, so you make like I did say, we I make flies. But again, and can I just talk for a second? I won't go crazy on the fly thing, but one of the reasons I like them. There's a few reasons. Dude, anymore, you if you go buy flies, two dollars mm. is kind of the standard now. Is it unless you buy over twenty and then they're a dollar seventy-five? But still, it's you, a lot. some of the like even teeny tiny, you know, size eighteen, size twenty. Yeah, you're paying a buck seventy-five, two bucks per fly, which it's is ridiculous. So that's one reason I try to make some. Or a lot of times you can find people online that maybe give you a better bargain or whatever, but, but still, you, you know, you're, you're paying buck 50 a fly. How um, long does it take to make a fly? It just depends on the pattern, but well, just give me a, like one of those, bark. one is of it, those is tiny it two ones. minutes or is it 20 minutes with ADD or without? Well, like a 
professional fly person making flies. Those guys are probably making flies like the the simple ones in within two minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. So they're making twenty or that's all they're doing. Flies. They're just batching them, right? So it's like you have the only only thing in front of you are the materials you need to make this fly. Hmm. And so they're just one after another after another. Are they another. all handmade or are they made by robots? You know, I don't know actually. I would assume at this point they figured out how to machine make flies. Yeah. You know, it doesn't seem that hard. You just got thread wrapping around a hook, you know. I but, mean, if they can get a robot to do a heart surgery, they can probably get a robot to make a, a fly to wrap some string around some a metal guy, hook. Some guy's like super proud of his flies. Hey, 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 listen, <laughs> listen. You can't get a robot to do what I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My flies catch fish. The heart surgeon's like, well, let me show you something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. The heart surgeon buying flies from the guy who's yeah. too proud. <laughs> yeah. This seems like a lot. No, I make them by hand. Yeah. Nobody does it like I do. No, I don't even do heart surgery by hand. Like, Come on, buddy. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar. Yeah, exactly. But But also what I like about that is it's, um, for your local waters or if you meet somebody and they're like, hey, this variation of a fly mm-hmm. really works well. And so those, you can't find those in stores a lot of times. And so that's what I like about tying flies. So anyway, I do that uh, a bit. I don't I don't tie all of the flies I, I tie but, or fish. But um, a while back, I uh, started making shoes. You made shoes? Yeah. Like moccasins? Yeah, I've made, I think I've made, I was counting one time and I think I was, I think I've made like seven or eight pairs of shoes, something, something along those lines. Wow. The first pair of shoes I made, well, we were camping and I realized that I actually didn't bring any shoes <laughs> to me. Did you just with, drive there barefoot? Well, I think I brought like, um, maybe a pair of like tennis shoes or something, but I, I didn't have like water shoes or something Mm. like that. Right. So something to walk around in, but I didn't have something to wear in the river and I wanted to go fish and it was summer and you know, I didn't, I don't even think I brought wading boots. Oh wow. And so, cause it's warm out and you're not going to wear waders. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm not going to wear my only pair of shoes into the water. I just Mm. didn't want to do that. And they were nicer, newer, and I didn't want to get them all stinky. So <clears throat> the guy I was camping with had an old length of fire hose, which is kind of like, you know, rubber wrapped in what fabric or some sort of uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, let's use this and let's just make you a pair of shoes, which wow. I was all about. We grabbed some rope. We grabbed the fire hose. We cut it out. I, you know, made a pair Stitched of shoes. it through. Mm-hmm. Huh. It totally worked. And so I've done that. I've made a pair of slippers. I've made, uh, like we were talking about, what's the haraches, uh, the like kind of the sandals, Luna's. like Luna sandals, yeah. Okay. Like the like the <clears throat> minimal, you know, kind of tribal footwear, mm-hmm. basically. Um, I've done that. Oh, I made I made uh, slippers one year for everybody in my family. Oh, nice. I, That's so, fun. Yeah, that was really kind of cool. What'd you use as the the sole, the footbed? Uh, I think I just doubled up felt like these were just indoor, indoor, you know, slippers. Like, like, can you, you're not walking out to get your newspaper, like in your Sorrells these days. No, but it was really funny. Like I wanted to get a super simple pattern 
and they're essentially it was one piece of fabric that you just folded over mm. the foot part and so they looked a little bit elfish which i thought was hilarious <laughs> and it was it was good it was cool. were they green no they were like blue and i don't know something like navy blue and mm. tan or something like that that was kind of fun that's fun so shoes i think okay. that's kind of kind of fun and i want to make more shoes i think that would be really cool so i don't know have don't you know. seen many shoes these days do you I mean, ever go to like a store and look at shoes? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, what do I you don't, mean? I don't much either. What do you but mean? I, well, just like I'll randomly be at like the Columbia store okay. or REI or something. I was just and I'll at walk Columbia. through the shoes. Yeah. And it's really the athletic shoes are. Do you remember like they're the, weird? They're weird. <laughs> yes. Do you remember like the original Nike Air pumps? Yeah. Or like. Well, Air. Wait, you mean the Air, Air, no. Air Maxes, Air, I yeah, think, yeah, where you had yeah. to pump in the back. No, that's Reebok, isn't it? No, the Reebok was the basketball on oh, the top. Oh, on the front. Okay. I guess I forgot about the Nike pumps. Yeah, the Nike's going to came back. They look like the Michael J. Fox shoes from Back <laughs> yeah. to the Future. Yeah. It's, 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 the it's, shoes it's. these days are ugly, are horrible, mm-hmm. and I don't know who is wearing them. Well, or for what? I mean, maybe people play basketball or something at a gym in a fashion-y sort of way. Well, I don't wear... I don't really wear like that kind of shoe ever. Almost never. Yeah. So again, I, my athletic days are kind of over. <laughs> <laughs> You're fully, fully retired. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I am not an athlete. Oh my gosh! Well, that's like the, even the other day. Like um, there was a, a somehow. Isaac, he's a senior, and he graduate. Or he's going to graduate this year, so he's done with soccer. And there was some thread that players and parents were on that somebody said, "Hey, we're going to have a soccer kick around. Everybody, come out and play." And I laughed when I got it because I was just <laughs> like, "I'm not. I can't. I would love to, but I, it's not going to work out." <laughs> I don't want to get injured. Yeah. And by I'm, running. I'm not conditioned enough for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But we might have to get in condition a little bit because it might be coming up on winter snowshoe season. It's Full true. Moon snowshoe. Well, that's just walking, and I can figure that out. So I mean, we can always go a shorter distance, too. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of setting up the parameters for this thing. Yeah, so. yeah, we're in charge. It's yeah. not like we're there's no winning, yeah. <laughs> you know? There's no award for going the farthest. <laughs> so funny. Oh, dude. <clears throat> um, okay, so there's one more thing okay. that I made that I'm pretty... Actually, there's two things I'll share. But the one thing for my truck, when I bought my 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 pickup, um, I got a uh, the rooftop tent. Well, oh, yeah. now when you get a rooftop tent, you need a sturdy rack. Yeah. If you've ever shopped for roof racks that for your car that are that are really load, strong load capacity sort of ones <laughs> i mean talk about expensive right they're I, I mean to spend two grand is easy easy oh wow so um i started looking around for other solutions and a good friend of mine is work he's a tradesman he's like dude use this stuff called unistrut and it, go into home depot and look up and you see all of the like wiring and stuff like that is is routed along this unistrut channel it's like Mm. a c c shaped channel okay anyway and and as soon as you see it you'll go oh yeah i've seen that stuff right 
Well, you can, you, it's like erector sets. You can get this stuff hmm. and all kinds of adapters, all kinds of little different like connectors and this and that and build shapes, cut it, bend it, whatever. So I built a truck rack for my oh, truck wow. for my tent to go on. And it's still on there? It's still on there. Dude, it cost me like 400 bucks. And oh, wow. It, and and it, it sounds was, like a lot. Uh, not compared to not two com- grand. That's it right. is less. It is a bit, bit less. And I thought and it's it's, it's cool. Fifth I'm pretty I'm kind of proud of it. I think it is really cool. And I can yeah. stand on it. It's super, super oh, wow. strong. It's really strong. You still so, got those pink pool noodles on it? No, I put black on now. Amy gave me a hard time, so <laughs> I switched them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that stuff called like 8020 or something? Why do I have a thought of that? Uh no, that's like a I feel like that's like a schedule something like like the like pipe comes in like schedule 80, schedule 40. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Don't know. It's something different, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was really fun. So I so yeah. again, it's like you so, went really f- quickly from concept <clears throat> to oh, you got a roof rack on there now. Yeah. Well, again, like it if you can build it with wood, right, you can build it with a different material. And, mm-hmm. and so I had called a friend of mine, the, the same guy that told me to use this stuff, and I was going to pay him to weld me a rack. Mm. And he was like, hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold what? up, hold up. What? This guy welds? Oh, yeah. That's what he does for a living. I got some projects. Does he listen? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, he does. He does. All right. Yeah. Say, hey. tell his name's Craig. Okay, Craig, we got to talk. So send us a message, breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review. And then, <laughs> and I'll then, give and then we'll talk. <laughs> no, yeah. I got a bunch of projects. I had this project. So I'm like, hey, I'd love to pay you to, to make this rack for me. He goes, dude, it would cost way too much. He goes, mm-hmm. go down, buy some of this Unistrut, the C-Channel stuff, and and then just start going at it. Cut and it, it probably would have been way heavier. Well, I don't know. Maybe because it would be like round bar or yeah. like or like square tubing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, it worked out really good. It's a um, nice looking rack you got there, Bryce. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh the last thing would be uh Amy is one crafty lady. Hmm. And I mean she makes all kinds of things, right? But she taught herself to crochet. Uh she her grandma taught her how to knit. Um, and do you know so, what the difference is, or do I need to ask her? I think crochet is one needle. I think knitting is two, and okay. and and knitting, the stuff stays on the needle. Does mm. that make sense? Crochet, you sort of the hook makes a little knot, and oh, you just make okay. another knot, make another knot. And it has more of like a, a hook on the end. Yeah, it's pulled through. Yeah, and, and knitting is straight. straight. It's needles. the point ones. Okay. Yeah, and it goes onto the needle. Oh, and then you put it onto the other needle, and then onto the back first needle, and the second. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, so she's done blankets, she's done bags, she's done, and then she's like sewn bags and stuff like that. So yeah. she, she's all kinds of crafty ah. for that. Purses, mittens. She did do mittens. I got some mittens. <laughs> she did some of those Bernie Sanders. Yeah, mittens. those are awesome. Those are so I great. forgot about that. Yeah. That was really fun. I've oftentimes thought about it'd be really nice to do like some leather craft work. Yeah. You know, make your own wallet. Mm-hmm. She made me a fishing wallet. Hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it was like a multicam. You know what that is? No. 
It's like a camouflage pattern. Multicam is like a print. Okay. And uh, my buddy had some. And so she made me a fishing wallet out of it. And then I stamped my name into the piece of leather and stuck it on there. Oh, what do you put in your fishing wallet? Your fishing license? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Fishing license. That's so, good. anyway, huh. pretty cool. That is cool. Well, you know, sometimes you just make some stuff. Save sometimes. a little money. Yeah. Get a craft. Do a thing. There's all, I mean, on the internet these days, you can find whatever you want to do. Somebody was telling me about YouTube the other day. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, you just YouTube it. YouTube is your friend. It is your friend. YouTube is your friend. I don't know where we were. We were at the Home Depot. And this lady was like, I'm going to be your mom. I'm your Home Depot mom. Just ask me all your questions. She's like, YouTube is your friend. I don't think about that that much, though. I, I, I don't use YouTube much. What? Specifically, unless I'm looking for how to replace a part or do something on a car. On a car, yeah. I don't really <clears throat> u- use YouTube a lot. I do. A ton. I got a buddy who just watches YouTube nonstop. Is like his it is on. Bryce? No. <laughs> but I'm going to be watching his dog for the yeah. next few days. And so he has YouTube on his big TV, right? And yeah. He's got the internet. Yeah. All he's got unlimited internet. It's crazy. And so <laughs> I just watch some YouTube and I throw off his yeah. algorithms. And it's just nothing but campers and my kind of music. And then it takes him like months to get back to. I love that. His, his stuff, which That's is all so good. weird YouTube stuff. <laughs> so. That's good. I don't know. Check a YouTube. Check us out. Leave us a review. Do all the stuff. That's yeah. it. Thanks for being with us. Been a night. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with a friend. Email us with questions or topic ideas at breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. And if we use your topic, we'll even send you a sticker to say thanks. Check us out at patreon.com slash breaking camp and join the breaking camp family today. Now get outside and have some fun.